I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. I'm April, VP of the cutting-edge sex toy company, Hot Octopus, and I dedicate my life to the business of sex. We are on a mission to teach you how to have hot sex, deep intimacy, and how to make your own rules for who you are as a sexual being. Welcome Welcome to to the Shameless Sex Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 50% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast, your favorite podcast about sex. Sex. Um, so this episode is on Kegels, also known as Kegels. I don't know. Tomato, tomato, but it's spelled Kegel, Kegels. It's Kegel. Kegel. It's yeah. a Kegel. I like the way you say it. So Kegels, Kegel exercises, Kegel balls, Yoni eggs, and orgasms and more with repeat guest Monique Gomez. We love our guests and sometimes we say, hey, we need you to come back. And she came back on this podcast to talk to us and teach us all about Kegel exercises. And this isn't just for vulva owners. This is for penis owners and all, all kinds of bits. So there'll be applicable information about how to utilize Kegels, Kegel exercisers, Kegel balls, yoni eggs, etc., to up your orgasm game, your pleasure game, how to have more sexual um, health and wellness. So there is fun information for everyone. Health and wellness. Are you wearing a Kegel ball right now, Chip? No. Are you doing a Kegel right now, Chip? Yes. Are you tightening your pussy? Yeah. Do you like when I say pussy? As Monique says, it's the trampoline. Your pussy's a trampoline? Kind of. I love bouncing on that thing. <laughs> um, so we have a sex question that um, is about squirting. And we'll read a bio. We also will be sharing a little clip that a listener listened to. It Actually, was really good. Let's start with a clip. So we're going to share a clip. This is from Kyle C., singer, songwriter in Venezuela. Shout out to you, Kyle C. Thank you for sending this to us. Uh, we love when people send us their own uh, home creations. creations, yeah, homemade clips. But he also has a SoundCloud that you can go check out. Look up Kyle C28. Am I saying yeah, that Kyle right? Kyle with a K, Kyle I, C28, a.k.a. Carlos Vera. And um, he has a SoundCloud there. You can go find him on Instagram at Kyle C for you, the, the letter, I'm sorry, the number four. Um, if you go to SoundCloud, go. I, SoundCloud, though, God, I cannot talk today. Check out the Hard Dick song, by the way. <laughs> hard Dick. But here's something that he wrote just for shameless sex. And uh, without further ado, here we go. Let's get drunk and get pumped. Let's rock and we'll walk. Let's hump and talk about sex with Amy in April. Yeah. Oh, my God, Chip. What did you think about that? I love that song. Oh, he loves that. Thank you for the shout out, Kyle C. Kyle C, you have a beautiful voice. Everyone go check it out if you want to be entertained. Listen to a lot of uh, Kyle C's authentic, unique creations. Shout out to you in Venezuela. We love you. Wish we could meet you in person. Maybe you could sing us a, a, a jingle at some point. A jangle? A jingle jangle. A jangle? A jingle jangle. Jangles and jingles. Mr. Bo Jangles. Before I read a sex question, I would like to talk to you all about something called... Guess what it is? What do you think it is? Ubalube. Oh, Ubalube. Oh, so uh, in around before the car company. Around before the car company, I believe in Germany, Uber means above or over, right? The word Uber. 
Super? No, the rest of Europe, it's super. Oh. But in Germany, they're like, Uberlube. They're like above or over lube. And the rest of Europe, they're like, Uberlube. Because <laughs> it's like the super or the best. So Uberlube, we've been fans for years. It's a silicone lubricant that's long lasting, never gets sticky. It has no flavor, no scent. It feels natural and delicious and yummy on the body. It has a luxurious feel where people are like, I didn't know lube could be this good or I want this all over my body. Whereas other lubes are like, can I get this off? I need to take a shower now. Um, I am obsessed. Our listeners are obsessed. There's a huge Uberlube fan club. I recommend checking it out and trying a bottle for yourself. If you go to uberlube.com, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX, you get 10% off and free shipping, and you can join the fan club of awesome lube users, and you will know why I love it. I just want to say that I love the fact that they have this little tiny section of the pump that goes so you can get every last drop because i go through that shit more than me too water oh yeah and the other day i was like my hair i'm almost out and then you just you just tip the bottle yeah you hold it up tip the bottle and then you can get every last drop you want to know one other fun fact about it it's biostatic so this is where the pump top when you're pumping something with a pump top um, I mean, this isn't all pump tops, but at least with their pump top, top mechanism, when you pump something, it actually doesn't suck back bacteria into it. It only puts fluid out, but it can't take anything in. Oh. Whereas the the lubes that you actually just press a cap open, it lets air in it, which means bacteria can get in it. So it's actually oh, really, really that, safe actually. in that way too. So go check them out, uberlube.com. You will know why we are obsessed, hashtag obsessed and um, not biased because <laughs> I've been obsessed with them for years. Okay. Ready for a sex question? Yes, please. I have a question about squirting. This is something I've never been able to achieve. I listened to your podcast on the subject, and my question is, I've made myself comfortable, I've made myself safe, I'm hydrated, I'm aroused, but when I masturbate, I don't squirt. I feel it fill with fluid and blood. It swells, but nothing happens. And afterwards, I get a stomachache. Is this normal? I also don't squirt when I have sex. Does that make me a non-squirter? It's okay if it does, but I just want to make sure that there's nothing wrong with me. So I'll start with this. There's nothing wrong with you, first of all. You're, Definitely not. Yeah, you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with your body. Um, I think squirting also people think of as like, you, you squirt across the room. It's projectile performance. Um, squirting can be more of just a gushes. In my experience, it's more gushy than, than squirting. Um, and I, you know, I was, was a gusher squirter from day one when I started having orgasms, but that's not the case for a lot of people. Um, and so here's the thing about sex. We are all capable of most things, but not everything, right? So all bodies are different in the way that they are designed. I heard that April's clitoris is really close to her labia, which makes her DTF, whereas my clitoris is in its own little world, says a sexological body worker that worked on both of us. Because we're all, we're, we're so all different. Of course we are, because we're different humans. Um, so there's nothing wrong with you if you cannot sw- square, and there probably is the potential to learn how to square, but you're saying, I've tried all the things, and it's not happening. Um, but you're feeling you're feeling the feeling with fluid and blood. Uh, it's swelling and nothing's happening. So here's a couple things. Number one, have you tried bearing down? So when you're aroused, it feels like there's the fluid. And you because what happens with arousal is blood goes to your genitals, right? So that means when blood goes to your genitals, you're you have water in your bloodstream, and the spongy tissue can as, as potentially be diffusing uh, water from your bloodstream and filling up with the, the fluid. Um, but then there's some sort of barrier there in expelling the fluid. So number one, try bearing down. That's as if you're trying to push, as if you're almost trying to pee. You're trying to push out or bear down, like push your genitals down towards the earth. So trying that. 
is one technique. Um, another one is not being so goal oriented because when we have goals, that's pressure for our bodies and our bodies can just, it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy of not having the thing happen that you want to happen. Um, so just being set on having a pleasurable experience and not squirting. Um, the other thing when this person is saying I get a stomach ache, I was, I was very curious about this, this piece. So I'm curious because there is, I have heard that there, I'm not, I don't know the exact terminology for it, but is it, it's not refractory retraction. It's, it's when, I think this can happen with semen too. When you, um, when a penis owner is about to have an orgasm, but they do something where they don't ejaculate, but instead it actually goes back into their body and go into their bladder mm. instead of out and can be uncomfortable. So I'm wondering if that's what's happening for this person is the fluid, instead of going out, it goes inward um, which might have to do with your the way that you're tightening your pelvic floor. So maybe the bearing down could help with that more of a relaxing and releasing. Or in this episode with Monique Gomez, we talk about Kegels. And remember in the episode, April, we talked about the elevator exercise mm-hmm. where we, uh, where um, you go to the, el- the basement level, which is a, a matter of letting go and relaxing your muscles to in a way that a lot of people don't do. A lot of people are holding on too tightly. Um, so I'm just curious about that, adding more relaxation and almost bearing down and letting go even more. And maybe that is the barrier. And it wouldn't, if it is going into your bladder instead of out, maybe that would help for the fluid to go out. Also, I think when they talk about not squirting during sex, I, in my experience as a person that has been able to squirt on my own, specifically when I use the magic wand, that is a really great activator for me externally to for whatever reason, the way that it activates uh, my ability to actually squirt is incredible. Not every time. And my body changes and sometimes I won't squirt for months and then sometimes it will happen almost every time. Me too. And during sex, it's always been a, a rarity if... There's something inside of you. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I've heard really that for difficult. a lot of people it can be more challenging. Yeah. It's like you need the thing outside of you for you to be able to release let, and let to go. To release. The yeah. bear down is... is a, a huge portion of yeah. the squirting because yeah. it is something that uh, the relaxation is part of it. Yeah. So I think that's great advice. Yeah. Try that out. And then, yeah. Or, or for this person trying out sex toys too. Although they said that they've tried sex toys, right? Uh, masturbate. Da, 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 da. Uh, well, if you haven't tried the magic wand, which is a really powerful external vibrator, try that out because this is how a lot of people actually do have their first squirting experiences. And it isn't by having something inside of them. It's just that the vibrations are so powerful and rumbly. It's like vibrating the G-spot G area, uh, the inside of you from the outside. And you get 15% off with coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com if you would like to try a magic wand. There it's available in a electronic version and a rechargeable version. It is. It's wonderful. I had to charge mine last night oh my God. in the middle of an experience That's with my partner. Worst. Does it charge quickly for you? Were you like enough time? Oh, I have another toy for you. April, Ooh. the mystic wand. Ooh. Remind me, it's in that bag okay, right there. Um, it's uh, another, it's not, it's, it's, it's smaller. Ba- it's, it's smaller. It's a battery operated version, but okay. for people who like the stronger wand style stuff, it's really great. I love it. And it's, uh, you can bring it in the shower with you. The, okay. the mystic wand. Also I'm available always open for trying that out. Read the bio, my open friend. Oh my God. Are you bossing me I am, now? I am your dominatrix. Give me all your money. Lick yes. My pussy ma'am. Now. Ah! So we're going to hear about Monique Gomez, who is an absolute delight. So Monique Gomez is an intimacy and embodiment coach, educator, and TEDx speaker. 
She serves others to support clarifying their relationship with their intimate selves, to live in deep satisfaction with their sexuality, relationships, body, mind, spirit, and heart. She speaks about the power of the pause and intuition as a tool for living authentically. Her passion is helping others heal sexual wounding, live consciously, and embodied. To learn more, visit Monique Gomez, that's M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-G-O-M-E-Z.com. But first, the holiday season is upon us, and that means late nights, rich foods, and perhaps one too many drinks. But this year, why not treat you and your taste buds to the gift of yummy, healthy food? Sakara has ready-to-eat, chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that change weekly so you'll never get bored or have to stress out about what's for dinner tonight. The time is now to restore digestive harmony, regulate your cravings, shed excess weight, and get a healthy, worthy holiday glow just in time for the season. And for a limited time, Sakara is granting you early access to their only sale of the year with 25% off site-wide with code SHAMELESSEARLYACCESS. That's 25% off your entire order when you go to Sakara.com and enter code SHAMELESSEARLYACCESS at checkout. Enter code SHAMELESSEARLYACCESS at checkout for 25% off your entire order. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com. Go give your taste buds the orgasms they deserve. And now, back to the show. All right, everyone, it is episode time, and we are here with repeat guest Monique Gomez. We loved her so much when she was here last time. We were like, we want to hang out with you, but we can't because it's COVID, and she's down in Mexico right now. And (laughs) (laughs) now we're just going to hang out over Zoom again today, talking about uh, Kegels, Kegels, tomato, tomato, and Yoni eggs. Or if you don't know Yoni, then um, Kegel eggs, Kegel exercisers, Kegel balls. See, I guess I say Kegel more than Kegel now that I talk about it. Uh, and I'm surprised we haven't really done a full episode on this because a lot of people use them. A lot of people want to it's use them. one of them. my favorite things to talk about yeah. with folks. Openly. Yeah, totally. And, and, and it, this applies to sexual pleasure as well as sexual wellness and health. And Monique will tell us a little more about that. And also we'll talk a little bit about can penis owners do Kegels too. So without further ado, let's dive in. You've already told us before on our podcast who you are, but tell us a little more about yourself and how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality. Yes. So I, um, I went to school to become a health educator. So I always believed that education was, you know, access, uh, access to education actually created more change. And just, um, I really believed that to take care of yourself, you know, you want to make sure to know what health is. And when I was in college, I got really interested in the sexuality piece, um, but didn't really dive in until about 10 years ago. And I came to a personal space within my life where I went through a pretty big um, change. Like I decided to get sober after a near-death experience and it kind of just changed everything for me. So I went on this journey of sexuality as a healing tool. I knew I needed a lot. There was a lot of uh, trauma and things like that around it. So I ended up meeting somebody who taught me about Tantra, opened my world to like this idea of conscious sexuality and how to empower myself through it um, and use the energy from it and, and things like that. So that kind of is what brought me to this space now where I educate, I do online courses, I hold uh, retreats when, you know, in person when we can. <laughs> mm. And um, 
and yeah, uh, write about it and, and teach about it as much as possible and even coach about it with people. I have clients. So that kind of has brought me um, to this place where I just really believe in sexuality as a healing tool as much as it is as you know, part, it's part of our life. It's, we have to look at it for the whole picture of health and wellness. It needs to be part of the conversation. And so that's kind of what brought me here. That's a standing ovation right there. It's true. Mm-hmm. Well said. Sexuality is such a part of each and every one of us. Even sometimes when folks don't think it's a part of who they are or why they are, who they are, where they are, it really is important. And I guess when we talk about the pussy health or uni health mm. or yes. the health of, of like, folks genitals. We, we haven't really talked about kegels or kegels. I just say kegels. And I know kegel was what that came after a doctor, right? Kegel yeah. doctor yeah. is a dude. He, it was, um, he was a dude. So it was in the 1940s and his name was Dr. Arnold Kegel. I say kegel. It's called so, kegel. Uh, kegel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pronounce kegel. kegel. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I wanted to ask though, can you tell folks what are kegel exercises? And then yes, more about this doctor as well. Yeah. Yeah. So basically a uh, kegel exercise is working with your pelvic floor muscles to build strength so that uh, originally it's interesting. He was a gynecologist and he created or he kind of named this um what he noticed was that this was a non-surgical way to help women with leaking urine you know incontinence or and so he realized that strengthening the pelvic floor with these exercises which is basically uh concentrating on the pelvic floor and it's gentle i like to always describe kegels as a gentle lift up into the pelvis. Like I describe it like a trampoline, right? Our Mm -hmm. pelvic floor. So it's a gentle lift and a hold and then a release. So doing this gently can help create or create um, strength in that area. So originally he found it as a non-surgical way to help women from leaking urine. And then now it's just, you know, part of, I think, pelvic health, pelvic floor health for both men and women. Mm -hmm. We can get into that. Yeah. (laughs) I like, so I like that you commented, you know, it's named after a man and and all the penis owning individuals right now. I'm not a man hitter. I love me some penis. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just interesting that Kegels are named after Dr. Kegel. The Grappenberg spot, also as a G spot, is Dr. Mr. Grappenberg. Um, The Skeens gland is after Dr. Mr. Skeens. The uh, Bartholin's gland, which is all on vulvas. Bartholin's gland, Dr. Mr. Bartholin. And so I like how Barbara Carell, and we'll still say Kegel exercises, um, because that's what we've been doing forever. But Barbara Corrales, who wrote Urban Tantra, um, and she, I think, is just kind of like a, a pioneer, badass feminist, um, very inclusive in her language. She's like, I'm so tired of all these things named after men. So she calls it PC squeezes instead. Mm-hmm. So PC mm-hmm. squeeze. And PC, I, I had practiced this, and I still don't know if I say it perfectly, but it's pubococcygeus. Right. Is that right? Yeah. It's like one of the hardest words for me to say too, but yes, that is what it stands for. Yeah. (laughs) The PC muscle. Yeah. People cockagious muscles and, um, and you know, and so everyone has them. And so, yeah. So just, just to understand that we'll still say, say Kegel, but also it's just PC we're squeezing and releasing or tightening and releasing um, Mm -hmm. the PC muscles. So, okay. So we're talking, we're talking, we're talking a little bit about wellness here and then also for pleasure too. How are they helpful and how should, 
people be doing them? Every time you're at a stoplight, that's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> right, right now, who's totally. listening? Right now, people are doing it right now. Where, yes, you were watching. You. <laughs> and we love you. Exactly. So you can literally do them anywhere and without anybody noticing. Because what it is, is just um, like I described, right? So we have our pelvic floor muscles um, are made up of, or the pelvic floor is made up of all these muscles. And the way I like to kind of see it, it's like a, like a structure of a trampoline or a little basket. So there's a lot of movement that happens in them. So what you, in your mind's eye, what you can think of is literally just like a lifting, a gentle lift and holding, and then a releasing down. And so reasons you want to use these and to strengthen your pelvic floor or do the Kegel or PC um, muscles is because it can, first of all, it improves blood circulation, which then can increase feeling, sensation, orgasm in the area. Um, it keeps the muscles really strong. So it keeps reproductive organs like in place, like where they're needed to be overall in your pelvic area. Um, and it prevents any kind of, you know, organ prolapse and things like that, which can happen later on uh, in life. So it's, again, it's a muscle. I always love to think of it. Like the more you use it, the, the, sh- the more it like turns on, it wakes up for you. It does its job, you know? And then uh, for pleasure, I mean, you can, when you practice these uh, exercises, you can even bring them into your sexual play, you know? So you can even practice this, the lift and squeeze with penetration or um, even non-penetration, but you can, what I love to talk about is it's bringing your attention into that deep part of you. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And for vulva owners, I think that's super helpful because we don't see this erection, you know, we're like, Oh, there's my arousal. We really have to feel into it. This, I I have a story. I have to tell you, Monique really quick. Like I was at the gyno years ago at Planned Parenthood. Thank you, Planned Parenthood, for we helping love you. me when we I love you. Oh my God, most. love them. And love I them. was um, actually getting an exam and the speculum was in and, and the doctor walked away and then came back. And then she's like, wow, you have great pelvic floor muscles. Have you ever thought about being a pelvic floor model? <laughs> and I was like, what, you, what does that mean? <laughs> and it's just someone that holds the speculum in at like a university for training OBs. And oh my gosh. And I was like, no, but I, I'm taking that as a huge compliment. I do my Kegel exercises mm. with my yoni eggs slash mm-hmm. my Kegel balls, which it's true though. That is a good example. Sometimes when you're at the doctor's office of how mm-hmm. strong your pelvic floor muscles are holding in that speculum. So it, it, it sometimes can flop out. When I was working at a fun factory back in the day, their kegel balls were some of the, my favorite things to talk about. And I, I compared them to lifting weights at the gym, putting those in lifting weights yeah. at the gym, as opposed to just flexing your arm muscle over and over again, yes. you'll get definition, but it takes more time. So mm-hmm. I would love to talk about it for our, the folks listening out there that aren't familiar with uh, the bin balls, the eggs, the yoni eggs, the, the different kinds of, I guess, pelvic floor accessories to help you strengthen those Ooh, muscles accessories it's like a purse yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i got my gucci balls in yo. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so the beautiful thing about these accessories is that you can literally have them in without and do your day-to-day life like i you can have them in for up to 12 hours i work personally with yoni eggs that's been my experience um and you know yoni eggs so first of all yoni 
is basically the word that we use to describe female genitals, right? So a yoni egg is just a smooth gemstone in the shape of an egg that we uh, insert into our vagina, into our yoni. So that's what a yoni egg is. And so when you when you work with this egg, um, you can have it inserted inside of you um, doing normal data. And what it's doing is it's stimulating the muscles. It's giving you, um, so if you're, if you're working with it consciously, then yes, it's like building a muscle because you're allowing it to move through the vagina, right? Um, there's even eggs that are drilled to where you have a string on the bottom and you can even like add weight over time with those. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what a yoni egg or any kind of accessory that you're going to put up to help with the Kegel, because it also gives your muscles something to hold on to, something to give feedback with. So that's how it creates the strength, right? That's how it creates the building of strength mm-hmm. is it gives it that feedback. I would go running with my uh, Kegel balls in and you actually get some like, lower abdominal workout from having the Kegel balls in just because you don't want to just insert and sit there, right? It's, it's good yeah. to kind of be in motion. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. weights of the balls in my vaginal canal would create this uh, in, intense, almost squeezing for the lower mm-hmm. abdominals too, which was really cool. Well, and there's the difference. You're talking about the Fun Factory Smart Balls, which yep. have balls within the balls. Um, mm-hmm. Lalo makes some of those too. They have balls within the balls too. So that like right, April's talking about running or jumping, you'll feel these balls shaking inside of you, which makes your body automatically contract around them. And then mm-hmm. there's the ones that don't have a ball within them. So you're talking about like the yoni eggs, eggs um, or something like mm-hmm. a crystal egg. Uh, and things like that, where you have to consciously do the tightening and release uh, exercises. And yeah, I've heard people who just like to wear them because it brings awareness to their bodies. Maybe they're not doing yeah. the tighten and release exercise, or you're actually consciously doing that. Um, and also, I'll just throw this out there for anyone who's interested in any of these products. We have them at purepleasureshop.com. <laughs> and you get 15% off with coupon code SHAMELESSSEX. There's the crystal egg there, which is not... Um, I like a lot of people heard of the jade egg. Um, <laughs> and those are available other places. But this one's not Aren't made there of jade. Bluetooth ones that kind of act, are they, activated. They apps now, right? They tell Whoa. you. They actually tell you your strength. They're, they're your right. muscle strength. You there. are like a heavyweight lifter. Yeah, you're yeah. Arnold, your your pussy like Arnold. Arnold. I, I've always been a bit. If you're getting the balls within the balls, I've always really liked the ones that Fun Factory makes. And then if you want something more natural, the Crystal Leg is awesome. And yes, there is the all kinds of the LV now, JG, all these things. There's all kinds of things that you can play around with. And um, I too also used to go with my girlfriends. We would call them K-ball walks. So Kegel ball mm-hmm. walks. And we go cool. walk out by the, on the cliffs with Kegel balls in. But fun fact about this, if you start laughing, your body kind of contracts. And totally. so with my girlfriends and it's hilarious. We're like, ha ah, ha ha. And I'm like, oh, the ball, a ball's popping out. And they're like, ah. So they all kind of make this little huddle around me while I'm in like the middle of, you know, in public, putting my hands in my pussy, oh. shoving the ball back in. Um, so just know that yes. our whole body's connected. So. Well, there's been stories before the people have shared with the Benoit balls that being too tiny that ha- they've rolled out. They're hard to hold yeah. in. Are, those are hard. To, the smaller the balls, the harder they can be to actually yeah. hold on. Yeah. Too. Yes. Yes. So that's the thing with any of these accessories is you want it to be usually like a medium size. Like you don't want it to be too small, right? Like you, usually they say like you work your way to the smaller size mm-hmm. because then you can actually hold it in. The smaller it is, the harder it is to hold on. So you really need to get those muscles going, right? So um, 
I've so yeah, you have to like in, try different ones. I've tried putting those in the little metal, metal Benoit balls and I, I had to clench constantly keep them in yes. and they just kept popping. I'm like, is my pussy really loose? But it's just like, I just hadn't mastered the art and probably could use a little more work. Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast was made possible by Manscaped. We love how Santa rocks his long, hairy beard. It's one of his best attributes. But for some folks, a long, hairy beard between the legs just doesn't have the same nostalgic effect. It's time to give your beautiful jingle balls the love they deserve this holiday season with a Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. It's amazing. You get the revolutionary waterproof electric trimmer, the Lawnmower 3.0, their anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, along with their testy toner, so your family jewels will smell and look better than that homemade pumpkin pie. They really did think of everything, and that's why I'm giving my partner, my dad, my brother, along with all my guy friends, the Perfect Package 3.0 this year. Because a trimmed-up, yummy-smelling bush is the gift that keeps on giving. Put some holiday cheer into your chestnuts this year with Manscaped. And right now, get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHAMELESS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code SHAMELESS. Time to clean up those chestnuts and make Santa proud. Go check it out. This podcast was also made possible by omgyes.com. OMGS is a research-based online program that teaches you all about how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made beautiful animated modules and super honest short videos to give you ways to reach even more pleasure. I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years, and it's been changing their lives. We all know pleasure is fluid and ever-changing, so why not add more tools to your pleasure tool belt? OMGS is for everyone, so whether you are a vulva owner or you just love vulvas, OMGS will give you the techniques to get your O face on. There are two seasons to choose from and hundreds of gorgeous videos to explore, so go see what science says about pleasure and visit omgs.com slash shameless. That's omgs.com slash shameless to get $5 off your OMGS access. Again, omgs.com slash shameless. Go check it out. Now back to the show. I think that, well, after my use of Kegel balls, and this is, I'm, I'm not going to say this would happen for everyone. I directly can link that to me being able to have the, uh, ejaculation that I'm able to have now because my pelvic floor muscles are so strong. So I don't know if you can tap into like the orgasm piece and the pleasure piece of working out your pelvic floor muscles, but do you think that's true? Do you think Monique, that's why I can, I can come all over now? (laughs) (laughs) Just squirt all over. Yeah. Um, It could be across the room. It's just like now we have such a trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, it, it absolutely, I don't know if they've had like any research, but I, I truly believe that um, from my own experience as well is your orgasm does get stronger and you're able to, um, because you have, again, I, the, the, I think it's the awareness of your pelvic floor and then it's a natural um, pressure that's like when it gets released, it's like, whoo, like even stronger if those muscles are strong. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. I'm sure there's some kind of, or I wish, maybe we should do the research. Yeah. They're <laughs> not doing research there. unless they can make good money off of it. Exactly. So we got to do it on like, our own. Yeah. We got to figure this out. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll do our own research study. Well, wait, when you think about genital-based orgasms, though, muscles mm-hmm. are contracting. Like yep. I can feel when I have an orgasm, I'm more powerful orgasms even after the orgasm, they're still like convulsive. Mm-hmm. Brum, brum, exactly. Brum. And if exactly. those muscles aren't strong, those contractions aren't going to be as strong. So it would make sense that if you exercise this part of your body and it makes it stronger, it would make your orgasm stronger because those contractions will be stronger and you'll feel more pleasure. And, mm-hmm. and, and I have heard, and also, by the way, for listeners, if you aren't, don't know, do I have strong muscles? Stick a well-lubed finger inside of yourself yes. and tighten and release around it. And if you can't really feel much, like you don't feel yourself tightening around it, it mm-hmm. could mean that you have, you could do some work should you choose to do so. Totally. And that's one thing that I always love to recommend is using your fingers for feedback, right? So if you're not sure you have a tool right on your body that you can actually feel what's going on. Cause not, if you are new to using any of the accessories, you, they don't have the feedback that your fingers will, right. That, yeah. that they can give you. So, um, that's a perfect, perfect way to even start, uh, getting curious about what kind of strength you have. Um, and then just an important, I always like to talk about this too, is like to do Kegels, uh, properly, I guess, we, you want to make sure that you're not engaging other muscles, right? So it's a Kegel is without engagement of um, your glutes or your thighs. You're really focusing on the pelvic floor. And the way you can find that is like, it's the basically the muscles for vulva bodies, you know, that stop the urine stream. So you can like find those muscles through doing that. I don't recommend doing that often because that, Cause of, but if you're curious, like, where do these even exist? That's a good way to kind of get into your head with a conscious awareness to like feel, oh, those are the muscles, right? So all doing the Kegels and the exercises correctly can be super helpful too. Um, Did you say then, not to do that often? Cause you cut out a tiny about bit. Not to do often while you're urinating. Oh, while you're yeah. Urinating. While yeah. you're yeah. urinating. Okay. Like that's yeah, how yeah, you yeah. can figure out. It's like you go, you're urinating and they're like, okay, yeah. I'm going to consciously cut, try to cut ah. off the stream. Okay. That's the way yeah. to figure out. But you don't, if you do it all the time, you might hurt your Exactly. I sit and squeeze yeah. all the time yeah, yeah. just for fun. So. Yeah, no, do oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do that often, but just not. That, you do the kegels all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just to find it though, to if you're like, where do I even begin with this? That's a good way to just like try to see. Okay, can you isolate those muscles and then feel it, and then that's all. <laughs> just feel it once and then try to replicate that while you're sitting and not peeing. <laughs> How often would you say, so say someone had a, um, you know, cause we used to work in a, in a retail store, Pure Pleasure was a retail store once. Yeah. Um, and so we would talk about these things and, and, um, and so there's different ideas of how often you should or could do these exercises. And I know you're saying with a, you know, a, a yoni egg and not, so that's one that doesn't have a ball within a ball and that you're kind of consciously either wearing it or tightening and, um, and relaxing. Um, but say someone is just wanting to use this to strengthen the pelvic floor and they want to just do kind of like the bare minimum of exercises. How many, is it minutes per day, times per week? Like, what would you recommend? I would do it daily and I would do it. Um, I don't know. I always like to do like, if you can do like three times a day and would be real. And it doesn't have to be for a long period of time. It can just be like even three little like holds, release, holds, release, but daily helps bring the attention first of all, and then those muscles can slowly build. So again, it's, it's not necessarily a holding and squeezing and then letting go. Like it can be a gentle lift awareness, hold, and then release, you know, there's like a different, 
uh, energetic to that too. And that builds over time. So that would be what I recommend. Um, because I just feel like it's super important to bring awareness to your pelvic floor on a daily basis. <laughs> this is where the stoplight recommendation comes in. Yes, yes. Everybody, no matter what country you're in, there's stop there some stoplights, right? I mean, yeah. if you're walking down a dirt road, which is also cool. If you're walking down the dirt road, do it as you're walking. But if you're at a yeah. red light, I always do my pelvic floor exercises when I get stuck in a car at oh, a red like, light. Oh, you're in traffic. Hey, traffic. Yeah. Kegel exercise. Totally. Usually then I'm just listening to totally. Shameless Sex Podcast. While doing yeah. Kegel exercises. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think the ones that have, the, so like the smart balls by Fun Factory, the ones with the balls within the balls. Mm-hmm. I've heard um, Megan Andalou is a sex educator. used to call them the lazy person's Kegel exerciser mm-hmm. because you're, you actually wear them while you're moving. So you can be like vacuuming the house, going for a walk. And yep. so instead of having to sit and tighten and release, when your body moves, they, it actually automatically moves inside of you because the balls are shaking. Um, but I, what I've heard is that it's actually recommended that you do that. The time chunks that you actually wear them are longer than, cause it take it's, I mean, I'm not saying this perfectly, but so say if you're just doing the ones that you're talking about, we would tighten and release a little bit around the a crystal or jade egg, um, you know, only, you know, a couple minutes a day, basically maybe in three mm-hmm. different intervals, but it'd be like a longer chunk of time if you're using the smart ball. So maybe like 45 mm-hmm. minutes you know, every mm-hmm. day or three to four times a week yeah. going for a walk or doing some sort of movement. Yeah. And you can do those with, um, so that's what I would recommend if you're using the Yoni egg, I would just, you can also do these without an egg or without an accessory. So that's when it's like three times a day, like just having the little lift, gentle lift and things. If I'm doing a Yoni egg exercise, then yeah, I have it in a longer, you know, and maybe once a day or a couple times a week, I would do it, you know, or like maybe three times a week. So that that would be my recommendation, but like the daily, uh, awareness and I like that part. For mm-hmm. folks out there, because I've had this question before and I wasn't sure. I was like, consult your doctor, obviously, if you've just given birth and mm-hmm. or if you have vaginismus or some kind of trauma, vaginal, there's the vaginal mesh some folks have. There's mm-hmm. So I've been asked the questions before of, can I wear these vaginal accessories to help my pelvic floor strength if I have these types of things? I always say, consult your doctor. Do you have any further information about that? Yeah, I always, I would recommend the same thing. Ask your doctor because another thing that happens is, you know, we say we need to strengthen our pelvic floor, um, which is typically the case, but some people actually need to learn how to release their pelvic floor. So if you're doing these Kegel exercises, you know, incorrectly, or it's actually not helping and you have actually the opposite thing going on, then you have to learn a different technique, right? So I always, same thing, recommend going to a doctor. There's actually physiotherapists that specialize in pelvic floor floor work. Mm-hmm. So um, going to see one of them, they can help you really get in and kind of understand what's going on in your own body. If it's feeling like this doesn't feel right, or I'm not quite sure, or I have this condition that I already know about, you know, so I always, same thing, recommend mm-hmm. uh, the doctor. We had a, we've had a pelvic floor specialist, Dr. Sarah Tanza on our show two different times. And she said that a lot of people uh, actually have, it's too tight. And so yes. when you put your finger inside, you actually don't really feel that squeeze, but sometimes the people are like, am I too loose? But actually you can actually be too tight. And that a lot of it is based on, especially for vulva owners, this constant idea that you need to suck your belly in or wearing high yes. heels and this whole yes. thing that actually changes the pelvic floor. And then there's things like childbirth and um, I don't remember if it was her or I also, I think I've read it in um, the women's anatomy of arousal by Sherry Winston. She was on our show too. Mm-hmm, yeah. And she talks about the elevator exercise. 
Um, and yeah, I don't know, have heard you heard of that one? But you go, so there's like, there's three floors, but there's a basement, right? So say <laughs> the first floor is where we're just, no, we're ground floor. So we're on the ground floor. So this is where we normally are. We walk in the building. This is our normal state. You're not tightening. You're not releasing. And then you go to the first floor. So you like, you tighten a little bit. And then you go to the second floor, you tighten a little bit more. And then you go to the third floor and a little bit more, maybe hold that for a little bit. And now let's go just down a second. So you let go just a little bit. And now back to the first, now back to ground level. But here's the thing. She's like, go to the basement. And you just, you push it down and bear yes. down. And that I think is helpful. That was helpful for me. It's like Austin was- Powers where it's like canoe, <laughs> <laughs> the escalator, oh, yeah. the elevator, <laughs> the <couch>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I think the basement part is was revolutionary for me because I was like, oh, I don't think I spend a lot of time fully releasing my pelvic floor. And yes. that was just a new concept. Hmm. Yeah, the full release. I love that, uh, bringing that up because, again, it's not just about the lifting and strengthening. It's also the opposite of that, the complete releasing, right? And that's when you learn even more how to bring it up a little bit tighter and with more consciousness and then releasing fully. So you have to go to both ends, I believe, like the balancing of it, right? Yeah. So we bring in penis owners as well and talk a little bit about how penis owning folks out there can also practice pelvic floor strength. Yeah. So pelvic floor is, you know, on every human. (laughs) Uh, The difference is, I, from what I've read and kind of what's the truth is vulva owners have three entry points to the pelvic floor, right? So we're a little bit more vulnerable to having less strength in the, in the pelvic floor. Whereas penis owners have two uh, entry or areas where that there's some spaces. So they can also, it's the same energy. They just don't have necessarily a, they don't have a vagina to, to go into to start getting feedback. But they, the same concept of, a gentle squeeze and up of the deep part of the belly of pelvic floor is what you're going towards without getting your glutes involved, your thighs involved. So that's what it is. It's like this very deep awareness. Um, that's the difference between the two. And they would bodies. be able to see, I've the, not all, maybe not all penis owners, but a lot of penis owners, if you were actually to look at your cock while you're doing this, you'd kind of see like a little pulsy thing, right? Yes. A little bit. Yep. Whether it's hard or soft, you could see like a yep. little, a little bit of movement. Didn't you have Let's a housemate? Let's bring it back to a housemate yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. My housemate back in college, I don't know if you're listening, love, we love you still. <laughs> and uh, he would tell me about putting a wet t-shirt and or towel sometimes and looking in the mirror with his arms up obviously had a hard cock he would have a hard cock and then he would flex it up to lift the towel and he'd do 20 a day and he said that gave him longevity and I was like good for you good for good for him oh my gosh I love that (laughs) yeah well that's creative DIY I love when people use household objects for sexy things and I think for penis owners too same thing it can enhance your orgasm it can yes you might have more ejaculatory control or even erect, mm-hmm. erectile control as well and then it can help with their you know their bladders there's so many things so it kind of is a universal thing in terms of that we all have these muscle structures it's his just mom illiterate. was a gynecologist I oh bet that's she why. told him yeah. <laughs> she told him she told him what was up I, I from, totally the, from the beginning that. yeah <laughs> he's like 10 years old she's like son when you in a yeah, couple exactly. years exactly you should start this doing what these. You need to do. He was also the one that went, he went to Venezuela on a student exchange 
and ended up like having like lots and lots of sex, but without condoms. And then he thought his, he, his mom would be proud of him for letting her know how much sex he had. And then, <laughs> but he, and she was like, did you use protection? He was like, no mom. And she was like, oh my God, have you not learned anything? Let's give you an, F, an STD swab, like ASAP. But I was like, well, he, he learned some things well, but the other. Yeah. yeah. Something just got bypassed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you choose what you want to pay attention. I imagine for like a younger, it can be kind of embarrassing. Like my mom's a gynecologist. And then later on in life, you're 20, it's like, thank God my mom's a gynecologist. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Will you remind our listeners? Okay. So you were here on our last, we were talking about bisexuality, but um, I just want to reference this for people briefly before we, and then we can ask, you know, also you can share how people can work with it. It was like the power of the pause. Right. Yes. This is like something yes. you kind of specialize in. Will you just give us like a cliff notes version of that? And then people want to revisit that episode, they can check it out. And then also, how can they work with you? How can they find you? And more. Awesome. So yeah, I um so the power of the pause, I did a TED talk about it. And basically what it is is bringing attention and into the moment, right? Into the present moment and how powerful just those pauses can be. And I relate it to sexuality. I relate it to even in sex, how much that can help um, increase pleasure, increase connection with your partner or with yourself. So a lot of my work comes into the mindfulness practice and the present moment practice. Um, so all of that, the Ted talk included is on my website, which is moniquegomez.com. And then I'm on Instagram. Uh, the handle is at underscore Monique Gomez underscore. And then on Facebook with Monique Gomez. So you can find all of those platforms. Um, yeah. And I talk a lot about basically anything related to I soul, body, and sex. So the weaving of all three of those together. And you can power and take the power of your pause and do the kegels while you're yes. pausing. Yeah. And then at yes. the time, you can think about Monique's amazing work and drink a glass of wine. Whoa, at the that's same a time. lot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> all of it at once. No, Monique, you're, you're absolutely amazing. fantastic. Yeah. We love you and all. Uh, thank you. The stuff that you shared was great. I think this was a necessary episode. Both Amy and I were kind of in shock that we had never had an expert speak on kegels, the importance of uh, kegels and, and yoni eggs. And so you were you were wonderful. And I think uh, folks will take a lot from this. So thank you. And thank you. To mm-hmm. All of our listeners out there, remember, it's powerfully pause time. And powerfully pause while you're doing a kegel, looking in the mirror with a wet t-shirt on your cock or... Wearing some kegel balls and drink a glass of margins wine. Amy and I are drinking some Sangiovese right now. Cheers. We love, love, love margins wine. It's boutique, small batch wine on on varietals, unique varietals that you'll rarely find places. Woman owned and operated. Woman owned and operated and uh, comes right out from where we are in Santa Cruz, California. Go to our website, check out some coupon codes because when you buy a few bottles, three to six, you do save some money, honey, and everybody needs to save some money right now. So marginswine.com. And one last just shout out listeners and people that we love so much. We love you. Please share if you love us on iTunes. Give us five stars. It helps more people find folks like Monique and the Shameless Sex Podcast. We'll see you next Tuesday, y'all. Someone, someone else has joined Someone's doing the call. Aliens! It's the aliens! <laughs> All right, y'all. See you next Tuesday. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.